Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat, the business podcast. (laughs) My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And as you know, it is Thursday, so we are talking all about business. And this is going to be a fun one today. Yes. So today's episode, we're talking about the four C's, which are the four cornerstones of creating and launching an online business and an online program. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing that we like, obviously, we love to talk about is online business and especially taking the concepts of like an in-person business and translating them online because running a business online in person, it's the same elements, right? It's the same cornerstones that we're going to talk about, but there's just a very different way that you need to like deliver it. Um, and this is where I think a lot of people get tripped up. They have like an online business and then they think, okay, I'm just going to completely transform that or, you know, put that into the online space and it's going to be just as successful. And then no one gets it or it doesn't connect or, yeah. And it's because they might have those four cornerstones in their real life, but they don't have it online. So it's almost like you have to, even if you have an existing business, you almost have to rebuild it in a sense because it's a very different platform. It is. Yeah. It's super different. Cause it's, I mean, like even for us, when we started Fit Chicks bootcamp business, it was like, that was our in-person business and we marketed it differently. Like we used to do marketing, like old school marketing, like with flyers and posters and like, you know, um, like promos in class, like bring a friend and all that kind of stuff. But it's very different for that space because it's like a physical product. Like you come to the class and you're taking the physical classes versus like, you know, when you're doing something online, when we were building like an online challenge, you can't be like, Oh, you know, come for a free trial challenge or anything like that. There's just, there's differences in terms of like how you market it, how you message it, how you communicate with people. Cause we would communicate most of our messaging in class or like through weekly emails and tips and a member site. But like, it was just, I don't know, there's just so many differences and so many different nuances that you can't necessarily just take it and go, okay, now I'm just going to take this exact model and just put it online. Cause it's going to be, there's going to be major differences. And that's yeah. Like, and, that's why, <laughs> and that's why like, so we call it the four C's. So we're going to go through them one by one and kind of talk through each of them. Like there are of course some similarities between the online and um, in-person and online. But if you have an in-person business and you're looking to take it online, you definitely want to pay attention to these four C's. Yeah. Because like we said, we'll go through each of them, kind of how they are a bit different in person, but how they're very kind of similar. Definitely. Okay. So the first one, the first of the four C's, which is the lifeblood of your entire business, no matter whether it's in person or online is your customers. Yes. (laughs) So this is something that, you know, we talk a lot about this in a lot in our business podcast, going back to the very, very foundational beginning of like who it is that you're serving, what is your niche, like all of the things that make it very clear of who is this person that I am solving the problem for with my business. Exactly. And and I feel it's very much the same between in person as it is online. The difference though is of course, is how you find these people. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I think that like the... 
if you're clear about who your dream client is, if you're clear about who your customer is and your product is not necessarily like your transformation is not necessarily changing. Cause like say you're offering a weight loss program in person and then you're offering a weight loss program online. The transformation is the same. So your message is going to be the same to these people probably because although, but you're going to have different people that you're going to be focusing because you're going to have people that only like in-person programs, but then you have some people that are cool with online programs, especially when it comes to weight loss. Cause you're going to have like very different customers. Cause you're going to have some customers that are like anti online programs. And then you're going to have people that are anti in-person because of like time or whatever their reasoning is. So even though it's like going to be the same message, you're going to attract different people because you're, it's, it is, it's a different element. There's a different element to the program now. Yeah. So let's say like you are, for example, like you said, running a weight loss program and you're like, okay, I have an in-person business. I run, you know, a boot camp program for women yeah. and I want to run this 28 day weight loss challenge. And I'm going to run it in my in-person classes. And I also want to run it online. Yeah. So yes, you're, the, the main thing when it comes to your customers though, is really knowing your customers. And this is something that I think a lot of people fail at when it comes to in-person, but you can kind of get away with it a little bit more in the in-person business. Cause let's say you run this women's only boot camp, and you're in downtown Toronto. Well, now you're going to serve the people that are around you in downtown Toronto. So you can put up different marketing around that area or, you know what I mean? A lot of people will decide on certain workout programs based on location because if it's close to their house then they're like, okay, I, well, even like though the number one reason why people buy is proximity. Totally. Even for me right yeah. now, they're closing my gym, which is down the street. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're giving us another pass at this gym, but it's further away from my, my house. So now I've got to find another gym that's closer. So yeah. it's like, but for me, I don't care about what gym I go to based on the bells and the whistles. I just want something that's close. Yeah. The time, right? Exactly. It's the convenience aspect of it. Yeah. So when it comes to in person, you can kind of get away if you're like, okay, well, my ideal client or my niche is postnatal women who are, you know, it's a women's only boot camp for postnatal women, X, Y, Z. If you, if they are within your area, then you are going to be able to get more clients a lot easier. Whereas when you're online, the, the net is a lot bigger. So you've really got to know your customer. You've really got to know who it is that you're targeting. You really have to know what pain points they have. You have to understand everything about them in terms of what their problem is, what triggers them, what agitates them, like all of these things. Whereas if you're in person, like I said, you can kind of get away with it a little bit more because someone might just see your flyer and be like, even if it's just more just talking to the product, not the customer, they might mm -hmm. be like, oh, I'm a woman. It's close to my house. Great. I'm in. Exactly. Yeah. No, for sure. So the first thing is knowing your customer when it comes to the four cornerstones of building your online business. Mm -hmm. And that is, and we go through this a lot, um, within our business program, spending a lot of time on getting clear. Who is that person? What is their niche? What is the problem you're solving? All of that stuff. So what that is the is transformation you're providing all of that. And what do they really need from you? And if you don't have that, it doesn't really matter about anything else because <laughs> if you have no one buying your stuff, <laughs> you, have no one, you don't even know who you're helping. You don't even know what you're serving. You're going to literally be scrambling for business all the time. hundred percent. So, um, that's number one is the customers. Number two is having a core product. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I see so many people who have an on in-person business. Let's say it's Laura Jackson, personal training. Then they think they're just going to take it online and they think people are going to just sign up for their services. And it's like, well, what is your core product? What is the main thing that you offer? 
Yeah. Yeah, no. And I, I just, I mean, I just saw this recently with the client that I was working with and, you know, it was like, well, I offer personal training. I offer group classes. I offer this, I offer that, I offer that, but it, there was no highlight. Like there was no highlighted program that was like, this is the thing I'm a known for. These are other things that you can buy if you want, like if this isn't for you or you could add on, but they didn't have like their one signature program core product essentially is like the thing. It's like the thing that you want to be known for the thing that you are an expert in and the thing that you are going to like, it's like you put everything behind it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the thing that like when people go to like your website or they go to your sales program, like that's the big shiny object that's like for them to see. That's the thing that you're saying, like, this is what I'm good at. Yeah. And it's also the main thing that is going to get people into your business because of course you're not stuck to just having one product, but that's going to be the thing that your ideal customer wants. And then you can sell other things of course that they could buy, which is good. Like it's called the value ladder. So where they come in would probably be your core product. And then you can either upsell them on stuff or downsell them on stuff. But we, we were just recently at a conference and I love this example. I loved it so much. They're like, Think of your core product. Like if you, if you were to own a hot dog cart, it's the hot dog. Yes. Right? So <laughs> yes, you can still have a hot dog cart that has, has buns and that has ketchup and that has mustard and then might get a little crazy and do a little expensive sriracha <laughs> and all these fun things. Sorry. But if your hot dog cart, if they go there and doesn't have a hot dog, no one's buying a bun with ketchup. <laughs> no one's buying a bun with ketchup. So you've got to think about it. What is your hot dog in your business? Like what is, so for us, when we had Fit Chicks, um, when we first started, our hot dog was our boot camp. Mm-hmm. Then we also ran retreats and we also had online programs and we also like online challenges. Um, we had our DVDs. We had all these other things. Those were all of the ketchup, the mustards, all the other stuff. But the they hot were the garnishes. Yeah. yeah, the hot dog was our Fitchix boot camp. And that allowed us to have consistency in our business, to be able to generate a lot of income and also then mm-hmm. to be able to upsell them or move them around to other areas. But that was our main, main product. So if you are launching an online business, what is going to be your core product? Like you can't just be like, I'm Laura Jackson personal training and I'm going to go online, Laura Jackson personal training and start training online clients. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard to sell. It's going to be really hard to get customers because it's not clear on what you're offering and you're not giving them anything to really buy. Like if it's just like, Oh, you just sign up for personal training sessions. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not like, you're not going to be able to stand out of the marketplace because nine times out of 10, any online trainers, that is what they're offering. So that's why we're doing this though, to try to help you guys so that you can stop doing that. So you can start standing out and you can start selling and helping more people and making, as I like to say, making more impact and income. But also though, you know, the thing I think that a lot of people don't think about is personal training, fitness, nutrition, coaching, boot camp classes, whatever. That's what you do. That's what you do. That is not your product. That is not your product. And this is a big disconnect for a lot of people as they think, well, no, but I'm a personal trainer. Like, no, creating your hot dog, your core product, (laughs) Fit Chicks Bootcamp was our core product. It was fitness classes for women, but it was packaged in a four-week package. it It was a product. It had four weeks of classes. It had four weeks of meal plans. It had, you know, accountability coaching, it had measurements, it had a fitness test. So it went from just being a drop in fitness class to being, I'm purchasing this product. So that's what you guys have to start to remember is it's not just what you do. Like what you do is personal training, 
but what you're creating, what you have to have, whether it be in person or online is a core product, a signature offer, a signature program. That's the big difference. And I find this really hard for people to wrap their heads around because they they tend to think it's like, well, what do you mean? I just, I teach fitness classes. Yeah. No. And I think it's, it's the biggest thing that makes a lot of people really struggle. Cause I see it too. I see it not only with online, but in person too, where you just see people that are like, Oh, well just come and do this dropping class or come and do this, you know, this challenge, but there's no, there's no meat behind it. Like it's just literally just like just this one part you're missing all the other elements to make it a whole product. It's just like this one piece of the puzzle and it's just, and it just, it doesn't resonate with people the same way people, your consumers, your customers, they're not going to see the transformation that you, that they're desiring with just the one thing. They need to see the whole package so they could see how it can fit into their lives to help them through their whole journey. If they're only seeing this one, like, Oh, I'm going to have a fitness class. It's like, Okay, but is that going to help me with everything? Exactly. Is that going to help me with everything like that I'm dealing with? Is that really going to be the solution to my problem? Or why would I do that over going to the gym? Why wouldn't I just exactly do this fitness class or do that fitness class? Like, there's no nothing that is going to make it stand out. And the other thing too, when it comes to your core product, is that this will also number one allow you to stand out in the market, and number two allow you to charge more money because it's something that they are not getting from, um, they can't get it from anywhere else. So like Fit Chicks Bootcamp was our program. Like they couldn't go to Good Life Fitness or to a gym and get that experience. They could only get that program through us. Mm-hmm. So it gave it more, it was easier for us to sell it. It was either, easier for it to connect to people and people were also willing to pay more money because they saw the value in, in the actual package of everything together. And this is where, again, like I, I think a lot of people get really stuck and I know for us, it took us years to kind of really learn this. Like when we first created Fitchix Bootcamp, there wasn't this massive strategy behind it that we were like, we know we're creating a core product. We literally no. were like, okay, we want to create, well, there was a couple of things we wanted to do per, uh, group training because you would earn more money doing group training versus personal training. Number two, we were like, okay, we want to make sure that we sell it all in like one cost, no drop-ins. So we're not trying to collect money or relying on people. It was like, you buy this for four weeks or for eight weeks. Um, and we wanted something that was, you know, easily modelable so we could create it in multiple places. Mm-hmm. Whereas online, of course, then you can reach anybody. But um, start thinking about that, guys. If you don't know, first of all, your customers, and also right now, if you have a business and you don't have a core product, you are leaving a ton of money on the table. And especially if you want to get in the online space, you need a core product or program. Exactly. 100%. So the next one, so that's our customers, our core product. The third one is community. If you have no one to talk to and no one's listening to you, you have no one to sell to. (laughs) And this is the same, whether it be in person or online, but especially online, you have to create a community of people who are your potential customers and then a strong following of the people who are your customers. You have to turn them into your tribe. Like you are their leader. They love you. Every email you send, they're going to open. Every time you do a Facebook live, they want to watch it. Like it has to be to the place where you're building that community because then they will buy anything from you. I totally agree. And I think, you know, 
And some people might be like, okay, but how do you build that community? Like, where do you even find that community? Like, what do you do? And like, really what you do is you make sure that you are having a voice that is standing out differently than everybody else, that you are having a voice for your people so that they're hearing your voice and they're relating to it. And they're like, Oh, that's neat. When somebody hears you talking about like, Oh my gosh, like I went through this transformation and this was my story. And you know, like for me, if I was talking about like, if I was doing a program for anxiety, this is to give you a perfect example. If I was doing this program that was to help people with, uh, to help women deal with anxiety naturally. Okay. And I went on and I developed a Facebook group and it was like, not a page, not a business page, guys, a Facebook group where it's like a private group that people could come in and they can join me. And I went in there every day and I told my story about how all the different you know, experiences that I had with anxiety and then how I overcame it and what techniques I used to help me through that process, through meditation, through movement, through food, through, you know, reducing caffeine, all these things that I did. People, other women that are dealing with anxiety are going to tune in. They're going to jump in there and they're going to hear me loud and clear because I'm sharing my story. I'm sharing my voice and I'm sharing how I transformed. And then at the end of that, if I was to say to them, Hey, and I can help you through it too. And here's my program. They're going to be like, Oh my gosh. Cause they've been raising their hand every single time I'm speaking. They're going, that's me. Oh my gosh. I, I too was like at work and would just feel like I was climbing the walls and I had to leave. I too have been in situations where I honestly didn't even know that I could physically do it. You know, I couldn't even physically get through those moments. Like, and if I share those and I share them authentically with them, they will be able to relate to them. And that's the thing is you need to have to build your community. You need to have a voice that they hear and that they understand and that they relate to. If I was in that community and I was just going, Hey guys, here's, you know, have you ever thought of adding lemon to your water? They're like, peace out. I'm not listening to you anymore because you're not helping me with my problem. Okay. To build your community, you've got to be having a voice to help them understand how you can help them. And you also have to provide value. You actually have to give them valuable information. You can't just be talking about generic things. You have to be actually helping them with their problem so that they can see you as an expert and they can relate to you. And totally. And to go on that too, what you're saying, you have to have a voice and you have to be publishing. Yes. This is something that is so (laughs) No, no, but it's the same as in person as it is online, right? You've got to build your community. So for what ends up happening to you, let's say you're running an in-person boot camp, and yeah. to get people to know about you, you're gonna, you know, post posters, right? Yeah. Around your area. They have to be, if that poster is up, just say one day a week and it gets ripped down, and then your boot camp doesn't start for three weeks, and you're like, well, why is no one showing up? Well, they, they've never seen you again. They've never seen you again. It's the same yeah. thing with online. Like you're going in the group and you're talking about anxiety and you're in there and you're saying, okay guys, today, this is a, like something that I do. I meditate for 20 minutes. I'm going to walk you through a meditation, blah, blah, blah. It's a really natural effect for anxiety. La la la. Then the next day you go on and you're talking about something else about anxiety or you run a seven day free challenge in your group about anxiety, but you have to be consistent. And this is one of the biggest problems with online is that people will post once or twice and they don't post again for three weeks and then they wonder why is no one why am I not getting any more followers why is no one where's the momentum (laughs) yeah they just don't know about you yeah and that's the thing and like 
you know, if you don't have any people, like if you're, if you're going in and you're just being inconsistent, you can't expect results. Like, I'm sorry, no. but it's like, that's the truth of the matter. Like if it was a workout. In, yeah. Well, that's just it. Like with anything in life, like if you're just doing something halfway or you're going in and you're just like dabbling here and there, dipping your toe in the water and then pulling it back out, you're never going to get the results that you want. You have to be consistent. And even if that means you're going in and you're doing Facebook lives and you're having nobody show up in the beginning, that's think of it as really good practice anyways. And totally. also really good content because if you're doing a Facebook live, it stays on your group. It stays inside of your page anyways. So if someone joins your group, then they're going to, maybe they don't check you out live, but they're going to check it out at some point because this is valuable information that they want to see. So consistency is what you need to be doing and you need to get that clarity and that voice and that message and get out there in the world. And also once you do that video, then you can link to it in your emails. Yeah. So it's like you can start <laughs> to build up this community and remembering that, you know, you've got to build traction. If you're first starting out and you have zero followers and you think that you are going or, a z or no one on your email list and you think you're just going to launch in the online space, it's going to, it's not going to happen. There's maybe one unicorn once every while that this does happen to you, but really that's usually not the case because you just don't have the audience. It's not nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with, if you know your customer, and you have a great core product, and then you get to the place where you're building your community. If you just don't have the numbers yet, then you're not going to get the sign up. So you just, what is, what's your choice? You either build the numbers or you go out and buy the numbers. Yeah. So if you want to do it more, and we typically recommend, and we talk about this a lot in our program, um, about having both of them. Of course, you're having some paid advertising, you're building organically constantly, but you've got to make sure that you're out there and you're putting your voice and your face out there to get that traction going. And what you will see though, is the more consistent you are, the more people you're going to get. And as long as you know your customers and they are the right people for that core product, you will eventually be able to sell it. So it's just a matter again of getting out there and publishing, publish, publish, publish. When we say publish, it means go on your Facebook lives, go on your Instagram, go on to Twitter. I mean, I'm always a Pinterest. Yeah. That's actually one like a little tidbit um, for anyone who does like Pinterest, start developing a great Pinterest account because they say that um, the stats are that on social media, like on Instagram and on Facebook, your posts last for one day then they get buried because there's just so much content. But yeah. on Pinterest, they can actually last for about 30 days. They actually have more of like a lifespan of about 30 days. So if you are someone who is like into Pinterest or if you're not into Pinterest, but you want to start building your following, figure out different ways to use Pinterest. But Pinterest does have to have a strategy. You can't just be pinning stuff. You've got to have, you got to pin it and then have people drive from that pin to your website or to somewhere else. You can't just pin it and then just keep it there. <laughs> yeah. You got to keep driving them back to you or else they're just going to get lost in your Pinterest. And guys, the one other thing though too is like, don't feel overwhelmed with all of these different avenues. Pick the one that speaks to you the most. Like, yeah. well, that's why I said, if you like Pinterest and this gets your, yeah, thing. like you don't have to be like a guru on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter and on this and on that pick one to start. So even for us, for example, we love doing our podcast. That is one thing that we love to do. And yeah we can repurpose this video and put it in different places for, to build our community. But for us, it's the thing that we like to do the most. I don't like Twitter. I'm not writing is not my, um, my way of communication and to bring it down to 140 characters. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So Twitter is not necessarily something we really focus on, but especially when you're first starting out, pick one place, 
I always recommend Facebook as the place to start. It's got the most users. Um, and it also, you've got so much functionality in terms of building private groups and videos and all that stuff. But yeah, that's where a lot of people get overwhelmed as they think that they have to do it all, but just pick a platform and be consistent and publish, do it every single day, every single day, even if no one's watching. And like Amanda said, it's the best practice as well. 100%. So that's our customers, our core product. You're building your community. And the fourth cornerstone to running a successful online or in-person business or taking your business online is communications. Mm -hmm. So this kind of goes off of the uh, community. Yeah. Because of course, community and communications, it's how you talk to your community, yeah. right? Like that's, they have the same root word, commune. But communications is the way and that's all your sales and marketing and this is something else that people tend to forget they know their customers they have their core product they start to build their community and then they don't sell anything to them or they don't know how to <laughs> sell or market they suddenly they just think they're going to slap up the page you know they're just going to like because now they've got this community and going here it is. Yeah, yeah and i'm just going to put here's the link to my program and sign up yeah <laughs> yeah so this is something as the fourth is learning how to sell mm -hmm. and how to market. And it's very, this is the one thing that is very different. I personally think in the online space than it is in person. I think so too. I mean, going back to even what you were saying in the beginning about how like, you know, you will buy a gym membership because it's across the street out of convenience online. Everything is pretty convenient because it's global, right? Like you can yeah anything from anywhere in the world. So as long as you have internet access, you can pretty much join any kind of program. So it's really not about convenience. It now becomes about, it has to be something different. And usually the difference is the emotional connector. Like it's like it, in person, I think it's the convenience aspect and online. I think it's the emotional connector. It's got to be like something that they emotionally connect to that they know, like, and trust you. And that also that they see the value and they see the transformation in themselves within your program. And I think, I mean, I do think that the strategy is still the same because of course sales psychology is the same, right? Like people mm -hmm. buy on emotion first and then they buy on logic second. So mm -hmm. it's understanding how to then take how people buy and putting that into your messaging. So like, for example, everyone is going to have objections about everything. So yeah. they might see your program. And because you know your customer, though, you need to know this stuff. So what would be the things that they would see your program and they would object to buying it for? So typically, let's say, oh, well, the program's four weeks. Well, I don't have time. I don't have money. Mm -hmm. um, I, don't, I don't know if I'm, if I'm fit enough to even join this program. It also could be things that they're like, well... I don't see any testimonials on this page. I don't know if this person is legit. So you have to be thinking about all of these things in advance. So when you're writing your emails and writing and talking about your program, you're already telling them the answer to their objections. So yeah. it is the same in every essence, but in online, I feel like you have to be more vocal with it. You have to be more because it's harder to build the trust from someone online than it is when someone actually physically sees you in person. 100% I agree with you because I think, you know, and that is some of the things that we hear all the time is that people say like, oh, well, how do you know? Like, it's like whenever like you see all those fails of people buying stuff online, like when they buy like the, I think you bought like some clothes online that were like crazy bad. <laughs> and, yeah. Like you see those pictures where you're like, um, you know, someone bought a pair of shoes. They're like, oh, I'm going to buy these like Nikes or whatever. And then they get them and they're like little baby shoes or something. And like, yeah. it's just like, cause somebody like sold them a lie or whatever. So it's like people are a little bit more 
hesitant to buy stuff online, I think, especially more so now than ever before. Like they get a little bit more like guarded. So you have to show them that like what they're buying is truly what they're getting. You know what I mean? Like you have to be super clear with your marketing message so that they see that it's like what you're selling to them is not some farce. Like you're not just selling them like some pot of gold kind of thing. (laughs) Well, and also, and that's why like, you know, it's the same with in person building up your testimonials, building up your social proof, because of course you can tell them how great your program is, but so testimonials before and after social proof, video testimonials, all these things are so much more powerful because it's basically like a peer. It's someone who has been in your spot. Who's now selling the program for you. Basically yeah. like they're showing this program gets results. Yeah. So of course though, that's, you know, when we take you through, like we're talking about very top level things right now of the four cornerstones, but even in our online biz builder lab program, this is where we actually take you through how to do all of these four C's, like how to actually do this and build a program that's going to be, you know, focus on your customers, but you have that core product. You are building the community at the same time and your communications make sense and are speaking straight to them. So with that, those are our four C's. And again, if you don't have all four of these, you are going to have a really hard time having an online program. Yeah. <laughs> don't, and don't freak out. Just know that those are the four C's that you need to like, you need to have those as your foundational, like your cornerstone pieces. So figure those pieces out. Like, and if you're like still uncertain, you're like, okay, cool. Like I need those things. I don't really know where to begin. Reach out. <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> because that's, that's one of the biggest things in life guys is that there's so many people out there who have done who have walked the walk before you have. You don't need to fumble in the dark trying to figure this all out. Yeah. <laughs> There's people, including us, who have done this, and we've made a lot of mistakes, and we've had a lot of wins. But through that, we've learned what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So um, just make sure that you're checking out, of course, our online biz builders lab, which is open very soon. For yeah. A period of time. So you want to make sure to go check it out at fitchicksacademy.com. And then we also have, of course, uh, today is Thursday the 30th and we have our webinar tomorrow. Yes. So make sure that you go to fitchicksacademy.com forward slash biz session, B I Z session. And you can sign up for that free webinar there and join in and learn how to take this stuff and put it into practice. Yes. Okay, guys. And with that, have an amazing day. We will talk to you soon. We'll see you tomorrow on the webinar. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.